The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Speaker Box on WJMS Radio, radio reimagined. Bigger, 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 bigger box. Welcome back to WJMS Speaks. My name is Melena Johnson, and I am a music intern with WJMS Radio. Thank you for tuning in with me here today. Uh, for my final podcast, I will be discussing the ins and outs of marketing your music internationally, the best practices for touring abroad, and everything you need to know about marketing. Marketing your music internationally can be a huge help for the growth of your career. It's also a great big step for people who are becoming successful and are getting a lot of following, but it's also even great if you're just starting out in the music industry. For instance, I have about just under a thousand followers on one of my pages, and most of my following is in the United States, consisting of friends and family, but I do have a lot of small groups of followers in other countries that follow my music, and that expands as well. Spotify has something called Spotify for Artists, where artists can go and see what's called their year in review. When I looked at my year in review, now I only have two songs on Spotify currently, it showed that the country turkey played my music the most. Now, I've never been to Turkey, which it doesn't matter if you've been to the country or not. I don't know anybody in Turkey, and yet my music is played there the most in 2019. So because I saw that, I started to cater a couple shout-outs to Turkey, thanking them for whoever that is. It could be only 10 people, but it's those same 10 fans that are really playing and enjoying my music. And the little things like this helps a lot, because those 10 people could share to another 10 people and another 10 and so on and so on. That's how your music expands. A lot of people say that in the music industry, it's all about who you know. And yes, that is very true and can play a big part in your career, but you also want to spread your music to anywhere and anyone whether they speak the language you're singing or not. I have gotten a lot of following in some other countries as well. I had a radio station in Paris who has been following my music and all my artist pages for a couple of years now. They focus on independent artists. I see them constantly posting artist interviews. I don't speak French. I know a little bit. I can sing in French. They follow my music and support it. Now, we might not be able to fully converse. I know I've had to Google Translate some comments back and forth, but music is a universal language and we can support each other either way, no matter the language Barrier. There are specific countries, regions, and demographics where if you can conquer a good amount of followers in those areas, they can lead to having a greater impact on your career. This can also come in handy when marketing your music to other neighboring countries, especially ones that share similar languages. For instance, if you conquer the US, Canada, and UK, there are plenty of other countries where their primary language is English. If your primary language for your music was French, and you conquer a great number of following in France, you might want to then focus on marketing in Belgium, Quebec. There are even places in Africa that speak French. Really cater to your demographics, but just because those countries speak specific languages doesn't mean you have to produce music in only that language there. If fans are really liking specific songs of yours, then they're going to start researching and listening to more of your music, which is where they might discover your specific style and genre. When it comes to international marketing, this can also help your career growth when it comes to touring or performing in other countries outside your home country. I'm 
I'm going to use the UK as an example, as that's what I have been using for my first jump into marketing my music internationally. I do have a little bit of a jump start as I have some extended family over there. But if you start to build a good following in a certain country, then eventually you're going to be able to go perform there and receive a great outcome. Not saying you can't go book a show in London without ever being there, having any following, or having your music played in that area. You could do it, but you're going to receive a better outcome when you have built a following in that country before you start touring there. In that scenario too, when you have a big following and you're able to tour in that country, you will be able to get a lot of PR, press release support, from local blogs, news, online social media support, uh, magazines if they're still a big thing. I know some people might read them in a doctor's office, but you never know. Also, as well as the local places, especially the ones you are anticipating performing at, are going to start to promote your music and your followers will be able to see you there. The regulars that go to these bars, restaurants, and smaller venues are now going to see your advertisement and wonder, oh, who's this American or Canadian or wherever you're from that's coming all the way over here to perform? They will gain interest as it is their favorite local place and boom, you have another fan right there. It's very important to always market and promote your show no matter where it is in the world, especially when it comes to having a show in another country because you're going to have to promote your show well in advance since you're going to have so much more to worry about. Not only with the packing and travel accommodations, I know I have to worry about how many outfit changes I have or a second suitcase completely full of just shoes for performances, but also making sure you reach all the right visa or documentation requirements. Some countries require specific taxation requirements as well for international performers. These are super important to be well aware of before traveling. I would hate to see an artist or any musician get all the way to a country to perform and not have the correct documents. That would be a huge pain to deal with. So please make sure you read up and get every document that you absolutely need. It's always better to be safe than sorry. Have more than enough than not having enough. One of the most important things for marketing in another country or performing in another country is to do your research first. For instance, if you are a pop artist and you want to be performing in Sydney, Australia, but Sydney is mainly catered to EDM, electronic, and hip-hop music 90% of the time, and most of the venues are booking artists of those styles and genres, you're going to have a hard time as a pop artist trying to promote your music in that area. Not saying it won't be accepted, as there are a lot of people that aren't accounted for in the polls or percentage graphs and charts we see, but you want to cater to what the most popular and most listened to music is in that area. That is why you want to do your research first. You might find out that Toronto in Canada really loves pop music, supports a high volume of independent musicians. That is going to be your best scene. Not only is it going to be widely accepted, you have a high percentage of your music reaching multiple people in that area of all different age demographics. Now, when it comes to age demographics, it's a small part that can affect the greater outcome of your music. For instance, if your music is mostly followed by people in the age range between 35 to 45 years old, then you're not going to want to book a bunch of shows where the age demographics are 16 to 25, as it isn't going to go over well there. So my main moral of the story is to do your research on the place or places you will be performing. The country and all of its demographics, including age range and style of music most listened to and accepted. 
But don't go and change your style just because you want to perform at that specific venue or in that country. Fans want artists who are going to be true and real to themselves and their music. Going back to the hypothetical pop artists wanting to perform in Sydney, Australia, say you decide to write a song or two in the electronic or hip-hop genre. Fans will love that song, but then they are going to want to go search up and download more of your music. And when they see that it's not your typical music, they might get disappointed and you won't gain another true fan. So stay true to who you are as an artist. Just because it doesn't work out in a specific country doesn't mean it's not going to work out anywhere else. There are plenty of places out there that support your style of music. So just focus on what's in front of you, what you have always been performing, and do your research. Also, if you can find other artists who have performed in your country of interest or a specific venue, that would be a great starting point to reaching out to them. Don't hesitate to ask questions. You might end up getting some input on where to go and where not to go perform. I always encourage to follow other artists and reach out. When you're marketing or performing your music in another country, a great way to grow your fan base is to keep solid super fans and for them to really spread their joy and love of your music to other people is to try to make a personal connection. It doesn't have to be directly to the fan itself, but as a whole. You want to make them feel that they are part of your fan base just like any other fan no matter where they're from. A great way to do this is with your merchandise. You can personalize merchandise to have a greater impact and make some of these fans feel like home when they're supporting your music. For instance, if I were to do a tour in Wales, in the UK, and I was selling t-shirts or mugs, I would have my symbol on it. I would maybe have the title of the tour or single or album I'm promoting. And to personalize it to the Welsh tradition, I might put the Welsh flag, the Welsh dragon, or even the Union Jack. That will give it a personal effect to your fan base in that area. You could even do things such as if you were to be performing in Canada, Canada is big on their maple syrup. You could sell bottles of maple syrup with your logo on it with the Canadian flag. That personalizes it. It still connects it to you as an artist, but it also ties in that connection with your fan base in Canada. Connecting with your fans plays a huge part in the growth of your career, and keeping those fans on is what I like to call super fans, your really loyal fans and followers. A great way to connect with them, and this can be for any international or national fans, is to reach out to them on social media. Make them a part of your decision-making process. I'll use the tour example again. You have an upcoming show and want to have new merchandise you can promote. You might put a poll on your social media with a couple options and have fans vote on which they would like to have. This will also help increase your merchandise sales. The more you can involve your fans, the more likely they will be apt to want to purchase your merchandise and share with other friends and family. You could also post about the upcoming show and ask fans, what song do you want to hear? There might be a new single of yours they haven't heard live or even a favorite cover song of theirs that they would love to hear you perform. Always connect with them. In my recent podcasts, as well as this one, I know I have talked about different ways to grow and develop your career as an artist, as well as a lot of different techniques. I know that all of this can be totally overwhelming. When I first started learning about all these different techniques that I should be doing to help boost my career, I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to be able to do all of this? Especially being in school, working full time. I know we all have other obligations and priorities in our day-to-day lives. Don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. I know I have reached out to other artists or anyone who thrive in certain aspects. When it comes to website design, I'm not good at it. I know a little bit through following the steps on Weebly and watching some YouTube videos, but sitting there and building my website is not my strength. I also really don't have the time to sit there and spend four to five hours just on designing a website or even the title. So I reached out and I found someone who was very good at website design and was willing to help me build and create my website. And it took that off my plate and I really got an awesome website out of it. There were also small things I learned 
learned out of it on how to adjust or update specific things. That goes with all aspects. There are some certain things as a musician and artist that you kind of have to do yourself, but it is always good to ask for help, even if it's just some insight or feedback from someone who is more knowledgeable in that category. When I started out, I had my website and Facebook. Actually, before my website, I just had my Facebook artist page, and that's all I promoted. Then I got into Twitter, and Instagram started to become big, and I was saying to myself, oh, I'm not going to do Instagram, you know, it's just posting a bunch of photos, and a friend of mine in the music industry who has a strong knowledge in artist management and developing careers told me, you really need to get on Instagram. So I got on, and don't get me wrong, I'm still trying to learn and navigate the app, but it's better than I was before. Another social media platform that has grown massively in the past year or two is TikTok. When it first came out, my first thought was, that's a waste of time, I'm not going to get on to that. You know, I have enough here with my social medias. And at one point, I had gotten on TikTok, and I wasn't really posting anything yet, but I saw how much of an impact it had on independent musicians. And the same friend of mine said to me, you need to get on TikTok like ASAP and start doing all these challenges as well as certain hashtags to do with every video you post. So I learned some new tasks and my first video I posted had 300 views. You always want to keep up with the latest trends of social media, I've learned, to receive the greatest outcome. Thank you for tuning in today and listening to my podcast. I hope that this information can help those of you who are interested in marketing your music abroad. Feel free to reach out to me with any questions. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can go directly to my website, which is melanajohnson.com, and contact me through there. This is Melena Johnson, and you're listening to WJMS Radio, Radio Reimagined. WJMS Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. See, we keep it real. We always gonna keep it real. You can't knock what's real, you know what I'm saying? We telling the truth, man.